Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me today. Today, we are going to talk about making exercise and healthy eating a part of your daily life. In today's episode, I'll be referring to exercise the most, but you can insert your goal into the same tips. Exercise is a topic that I have loved since I was about 15 years old when I started training to make the high school volleyball team. I loved how it made me feel to sweat and make my muscles burn. Well, I still love that feeling a lot, but I realize not everybody does love that same feeling and not everybody wants to exercise the way I like to exercise. In fact, I love exercise so much that I've made it a big part of my life and my career the last 16 years. Actually, I started teaching fitness classes when I was 18, so that's a lot of years. I'm not going to tell you how many that is. We all know that we really should add in exercise to our life. The research shows all the benefits from stronger heart, stronger bones, stronger lungs, longer life expectancy, younger looking, happier, etc. But if you just hate to exercise, it can be hard to care about those benefits. It's much more fun to some people to hang out on the couch and binge watch Netflix. And I'm not shaming those people. I get it. I really, really do. The other day, I was talking to one of my longtime clients, Toby. She's been working out with me for probably about 12 years now. She and I were noticing how many people come and go from our weekly class. She said to me, I don't let anything get in my way of exercise. Nothing. I love that attitude. And it made me think more about it. So many people say they want to get in shape, lose weight, get stronger, wear a new bathing suit, or whatever their goal is. But when it comes to really doing the work to get there, they fizzle out before too long. This may sound familiar to you, and to you, and if so, please keep listening. I hear some pretty funny excuses when, in, when people don't show up for their workouts or if they miss class. I know that many of these people just aren't engaged in the program, and that is why so many other events, people, and moods get in their way of finally getting fit and getting where they say they want to be. And here are just a few of the excuses that I've heard. Um, I've heard I have a hair appointment or my mother has a hair appointment and I have to take her. Um, I am getting a pedicure. I have to pet sit. I'm too busy at work. That's a classic. My son or daughter has a lot of homework. I'm like, yeah, like, do you do it for them or what? Um, I've heard my car is low on gas. I'm like, Okay. Um, I've heard I forgot socks. Okay. I've heard I need to do the laundry. I've heard that there's a lot of dishes in the sink and it drives me crazy. I'm like, all right. (laughs) I've even heard someone say to me that they have gas. And I was like, what? And they said, you know, I have gas. And I was like, oh, as in the toots. (laughs) Gotcha. Anyway, what excuse have you used to skip a workout or to skip cooking a healthy meal? Probably you've 
come up with something yourself, right? At least once. As women, mothers, and overall caretakers, it can be hard to put yourself first. For some reason, women especially feel like they are not doing doing a good job of being a woman if they don't take care of everyone else first. This is very noble and all, but really, when you don't take care of yourself first, what will happen if you aren't able to take care of everyone else later? What will happen if you can't be there to do everything for everyone else? Not only are we not helping others to take care of themselves, but we are not living our best life. When we don't put our life in front of everyone else, we aren't living our best life. And when we don't live our best life, we are actually letting other people down. What if you could be even more to those people? What if you could be more than their cook, more than their housemaid, and more than their errand runner? Who could you be for yourself and to them? I know that there are a lot of women listening to this right now and saying, but Rianne, I love taking care of my family. I love cooking all the meals. I love cleaning house. I love being a great mom. I love being available to everyone. Okay, I totally hear you, and that's awesome. But what do you do for you? What do you do for you? You can keep being Miss Susie Homemaker all day long if you really want that, and that's awesome. But make sure you are taking good care of yourself first and that you are doing what you truly want to do. You've got to remember the better you are, the better your health, the better your mood, the better you are, the better you're going to be for everybody else especially if that's your main goal in life is to be good for everyone else, then you have to be good for you. So today let's talk about what I believe to be four very important factors that matter when it comes to sticking to a workout exercise regimen, or really any other personal goal. Okay. The four C's. All right. C number one, commitment, commitment to really get in your best shape lose unwanted pounds, firm up, or get ready for a race or any other fitness event, there is no doubt that you must commit. If you are not committed to the goal, then you are less likely to reach it. Keep in mind, this can be true for any goal. Building a business, creating an art masterpiece, getting a promotion at work, finding a new relationship. Today, I'm going to be angling this more towards health and fitness, but know that you can insert any goal that you have into these four C's. One of my favorite quotes is, If it's important to you, then you will find a way. If it's not important, you will make an excuse. When you are truly committed to your fitness routine, you will not let anything get in your way. Of course, if you you or a loved one is sick, maybe you're in the hospital, or if you're on vacation or have some sort of emergency, this doesn't count. Although I will say vacation is an awesome time to work on your fitness. It's a lot more fun. When you're committed to your program, you will not schedule meetings. You will not schedule coffee dates with old friends. You will not schedule a hair appointment, even if it is months before you can get in with the same person. You'll find a different time. You won't schedule manicures, pedicures, massages, lunch duty at your kid's school, volunteering. If you keep putting all of these things in front of you and your goal, then you are not truly committed. And sometimes it stings to hear that, but it's the truth. If there's something you really want to do and it coincides with your normal workout routine, then find another time to exercise. Don't just skip the workout. You've got to commit to getting fit. Do you feel like you have no time? 
Well, I always recommend to my clients to schedule in their workout or, or if maybe cooking healthy or getting to the grocery store, meal planning, whatever the thing is you need to work on most, schedule it in as if it was a doctor's appointment or a work meeting, because you'll take those things serious. But why do we put off things like exercise and cooking dinner whenever it has to do with ourselves? We put ourselves last very often but I want you to stop doing that. Schedule it in the time. You do have time. You just have to make it a priority. So this is true with all things in life. If you really want something, then you will commit to it. If you want to buy something that you know you can't afford right now, then you need to commit to saving your money. That may mean eating out less or buying fewer new clothes or whatever it is you like to spend your money on. Okay. So this is the first C of reaching a goal or getting fit. It's to commit. All right, C number two is consistency. One thing that has always been a tough thing for me is when a client says to me, I've worked out three times this week and I had a salad for lunch every day this week and I haven't lost weight yet. Or I lifted weights for two weeks and I can't see my muscles. And I'm like, whoa, really? You must be consistent with your routine before you can expect to see results. Just because you ate a healthy lunch and worked out after work doesn't mean you're going to drop five pounds. People have a completely unrealistic expectation from their efforts. And I blame this on the dieting industry. All of the crash diets and magic pills that are promoted and advertised have created a huge problem. This huge problem now has women and men all over the world thinking they are broken or that something is wrong with them because they aren't dropping 20 pounds in 20 days with the latest detox drink. For true and lasting change, it takes commitment and consistency for a sustained amount of time before you will see physical changes. Getting even 1% better each day, even though at the time it it seems minor, can reap you huge improvements over time. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear gives an example that I love. He says, the impact created by a change in your habits is similar to the effect of shifting the route of an airplane by just a few degrees. Imagine you were flying from LA to New York City. If the pilot leaving from LA adjusted the heading just 3.5 degrees south, you will land in Washington, D.C. instead of New York. Such a small change is barely noticeable at takeoff. The nose of the airplane moves just a few feet, but when magnified across the whole United States, you end up hundreds of miles apart. Actually, it's 250 miles apart. So using this analogy, imagine what you can do with your health if you just stay consistent on your habits. Even the small little habits that you do consistently will help you over time. You just don't realize the impact they're doing right now. Then, and this is so, so important, when you do see some results and changes in your body, don't stop. This drives me crazy. If exercising consistently and eating healthy consistently helps you to lose weight or reach your desired goal, then you can't stop doing all the things. This is why I'm not a huge fan or a fan at all of crash diets or extreme workout programs. They are hard to stick with long-term. Many people are stuck in the dieting mentality of work really hard for a short amount of time, see the quick results, and then quit. And well, repeat the agony of the entire cycle over and over and over. This diet cycle is not only creating mental anguish, but it's wreaking havoc on your body and your metabolism. 
Deciding to lose a quick 10 pounds before a vacation is not true commitment. This is crash dieting. So imagine like, you're like, oh, we're going on vacation soon. So for the next two weeks, I'm going to drink a ton of water and eat no carbs. I mean, first of all, that's misery. You may spend two weeks feeling miserable just so you can drop quick weight. And then while on vacation, you eat all the carbs, drink all the drinks. And when you return home, you probably have gained back the weight and maybe more. This creates a cycle of crash dieting. This is the opposite of consistency. I have told you my story of gorging myself with cookies and then one day finally waking up and deciding I needed to change and stop the binging. That is when I stopped the yo-yo dieting and started to focus on consistency. It is the best thing I've done for myself by a long shot. And if you don't know my story and you want to learn more, you can go back and listen to episode one. One way to ensure consistency is to make sure you enjoy your exercise. I can sit here and tell you what the most effective exercises are, but instead, I want to encourage you to just do whatever exercise you enjoy. The best exercise you can do is the one that you will actually do. If you enjoy it, it won't feel as taxing and it'll be easier to stay consistent. If you completely hate it and want to die every time you do it, then it's going to be really hard to want to stick with it. Unless, you know, you're like me and one of my brothers. We actually like to make ourselves feel miserable (laughs) during exercise. (laughs) So the same goes for food. When you learn to create meals that taste good and are a healthier version of what you normally eat, it's going to be easier to stick with, okay? And once you are consistent at a workout, the easier it will get. Once you are consistent at meal planning, the easier it will get. Once you are consistent at adding more veggies to your plate, guess what? The easier it's going to get. Easy is earned. If you are continually stopping and starting, it's hard to finally see it get easier. I have people say to me all the time, oh, you make that look so easy. And I'm like, well, yeah, because I've been doing it consistently for years, but it wasn't always that easy. I had to learn how to make myself be consistent as well. Okay. So the next C is considerate. You have to be considerate to your body. When it comes to exercise, you've got to work at your own level. Don't overdo it. When you jump into a program and go gangbusters, you can get hurt or too sore, and this will make you want to stop. Be mindful of your current fitness level and work with your level. Pushing yourself just slightly past your comfort zone to gain improvements is good and ideal, but overdoing it too fast is the best way to get hurt and stall your efforts. When you work at your level, you are more likely to stick to your program. This includes participating in activities that you enjoy. Do you despise running? Well, then don't run. Like, don't sign up for a running race if you hate to run. Do you love to dance? Well, there's this thing called Zumba, and there's also classes like hip-hop. Go join one of those classes, or you can find videos all over the place of those types of classes. Do you love lifting weights, or do you love to feel strong? then try a sculpting class or get someone to show you the basic strength training moves to help you reach your goals. Be considerate to your physical needs and the enjoyment factor. Just because your friend loves to go to boot camp classes doesn't mean you have to love them too. Also, if you do attend classes or do workouts on your own, 
maybe with videos online or in person, you don't have to keep up with everyone else. By paying attention to your own level and energy by sticking to what you are physically capable of at the moment, you will be more likely to continue the routine. I teach a cycling class at a local gym, and one thing I love about the group that comes is that they aren't afraid to do what they need to do. I have people of all ages, 20s up to 70s, that come to my class, and each person gets exactly what they need out of the class. This is what keeps them coming. They aren't overdoing it, and they know how to get the most out of it. In fact, I recently had an 80-year-old join my class. Talk about inspiring and commitment. Now, when it comes to food, be considerate considerate of the foods that you like and the foods you dislike. Consider trying a new vegetable or new dish a few times a week. You don't have to eat food you don't like to be healthy. You can choose a lot of very tasty foods that can be a part of a very, very healthy diet. All right, so the next C is convenience. I know everyone is busy and adding one more thing to your calendar is challenging. But if you make it convenient so that it fits into your day, then you won't be as tempted to skip it. Just like cooking, when you already have a meal in the crock pot at home, it's stress-free, it's convenient, and it helps you eat better, right? You, You eat better because the meal's already prepared. Like you're not tempted to run by McDonald's or order a pizza because you know that you already have dinner in the crock pot or the slow cooker at home, okay? So for workouts, you can make them convenient by scheduling them into your day. Maybe you just need to get up 30 minutes earlier, right? Or take exercise clothes um, with you to work and get it done at lunch. Or keep a gym bag in your car and stop at the gym after work. Go to a class in the evening with your friends. Do something to fit it somewhere strategically into your day so that it's more convenient. I've found that most of my clients who have been able to stick to a program are those who get up earlier and get their workout done before they go home or or before they go home in the evening. But you don't have to be a morning exerciser. Just find the best time that fits into your day and be sure to schedule it in just like any other important appointment because it is. It's very important. Stacking good habits is the way to go. You always drive home at a certain time. Maybe you can fit a visit to the gym into that schedule. Try to find a gym that is on your route. You know, like there's so many gyms now that it can't be too hard to find one that's right on your way home. Or if you always take a lunch break at 12 p.m., do your workout first and then finish with a quick lunch. Instead of getting home right after work and looking for a snack or beer, throw on your sneakers and go for a walk or do a quick hit workout, like an interval workout. If you need an idea for a home workout that is short and effective, check the show notes and download my 20-minute total body workout. There are places in your day that you can fit in a 20 to 30-minute workout. I promise you just have to make it a priority and find the time. If you're struggling to stick with you know, a fitness routine or healthier eating or really any other goal, consider these four Cs. Are you committed? Are you consistent? Are you considerate to your body and your tastes and the things you enjoy? And are you making it convenient? Now, before I go today, I have some homework for you. I want you to write down an answer to these questions. Okay, and hang on. Don't just think about it. I actually want you to get some paper and a pen and actually write this down. So you can go ahead and pause me right now and go find that piece of paper and pen. I I mean, I promise I'll wait for you, right? Just pause me and go get it. Okay. Cool. Did you do that? All right. Here's question number one. 
What goal are you avoiding because you're afraid to commit to it? What goal are you avoiding because you're afraid to commit to it? Okay, write that down. Pause me if you need to. Question number two, how would your life be better if you actually reached that goal? How would your life be better if you actually reached that goal? Okay, in what areas can you see your life improve? Question number three, where in your life have you seen that being consistent has paid off? Where in your life have you seen that being consistent has paid off? Sometimes we just need proof and you have the proof. You can look back over your life and find the times that you were like, you know, I was really consistent and I got X, Y, Z. Maybe it was saving money. Maybe it was, you know, diet. Maybe it was exercise. Maybe you got a blood pressure medicine because you followed your plan. Where in your life have you seen that being consistent has paid off? Question number four, when it comes to healthy eating and exercise, how can you be considerate of your body and the enjoyment factor? Okay, I'm going to say it again. When it comes to healthy eating and exercise, how can you be considerate of your body and the enjoyment factor? Okay, so take a little time to journal on those questions because if you are constantly starting and stopping a goal, there's something in there that you just need to think about and you need to like understand it. So answer these questions and see how you can take the four C's and start applying them to reach your health goals. Okay. So that's it today for the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. You guys, I love to hear from you. You can either check in with me on Facebook or Instagram. Now get on out there and move your body for a fit body, a fit mind, and a fit spirit. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.